0: It's the Ambiguously Blind Podcast, with your host, a guy that's great at hearing, but terrible at listening, John Grimes.
1: Hey, 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 greetings. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in, subscribing, and supporting the podcast project. As a quick programming note, our website has been dramatically improved and upgraded since the last time you visited, so I encourage you to visit ambiguouslyblind.com or if you're not a fan of spelling the word ambiguously like me, you can get there quicker by browsing to amblind.com. That's A-M-B-L-I-N-D dot There you will find all of the episodes listed in a much more organized and polished-looking manner, as well as show notes and lots of other details, including guest profiles and how to interact with our uh, guests that we've had on the podcast, like our guest for this episode, Lance Johnson. Lance is also a podcaster. He hosts the See-Through podcast. Lance talks a little more about general disability and finding the champions within. And Lance finds himself at the infant stages of a visual impairment himself. So I'm interested to talk to him about that. And kind of some of the overlapping guests we've had. As it turns out, we've talked to some some of the same people, so it should be interesting. Lance, thanks for joining the Ambiguously Blind podcast.
0: What's up, John? Thanks for having
1: me. I am uh, happy for you to be here. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm I'm down with OPP. Are you down with OPP?
0: Uh, I'll just say I am. Uh, but to be honest, I don't know what OPP is. Oh, ah, okay.
1: Well, maybe you're showing your age there but uh, opp is other people's podcasts oh that's what it means yeah you're a podcaster
0: so that song uh, was ahead of its time it
1: naughty by nature was way ahead of their time yes nice nice <laughs> well thanks for stopping by lance um we kind of do a similar thing in the podcasting world
0: yeah we do we do it's uh Cool to connect because yeah, our, our podcasts are very similar, yeah. almost to the point where you almost feel like a like a direct competition. So you know, we'll maybe be careful then. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm on as a guest or maybe I'm on as a spy to figure out what's going on here. Yeah, Who I, knows?
1: I got it. Good to know. Thanks for alerting me <laughs> to the possibility of that. Yeah, uh, we're about the same age in podcast terms. And yeah. we both talked to uh, similar, we have some overlapping people that we've talked to, which I want to get into you with. But before we get too far into that, you have a visual impairment that is something that you're, you're not, I don't know. Why don't you explain, explain what your what's going on with your, uh, you have retinitis pigmentosa and yes. kind of in, in its early stages. So what's going on with that?
0: Yeah. So I have what's called retinitis pigmentosa, like you said, uh, or you can, Call it RP for short, if uh, you don't want to, you know. Yeah, say the we'll stick with words. RP. Yeah, yeah, RP. So yeah, I have RP, and it's a hereditary uh, retinal disease. It's degenerative, um, and just like I said earlier, I I inherited I inherited RP from my mom, who uh, is legally blind from from RP. Uh, my sister also has RP as well. So two out of my My parents, three children, so my sister, me and my sister have RP, but my brother, he didn't get it. Um, But two out of three, you know, inherited RP and, you know, our symptoms differ from each other. Um, My sister's older than me, but my vision seems to have uh, diminished a little bit more than hers. So be curious to see how it develops, you know, later on. But basically what it is, long story short most people simplify it by calling it tunnel vision cuz basically what rp is is your peripheral vision um closes from the you know closes in on you from the outside in. uh so yeah just make some tunnels you know make a circle with your your hand and look through it you know and that's kind of a
1: sort of like looking through maybe like a straw or like uh, i've heard some yeah. say like a donut hole or maybe like exactly. a toilet paper roll or something like that
0: yeah. And, and, and kind of a good point of what you just said is that, you know, there's different sizes, uh, different fields of visions, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, I'm in the earlier stages. So my, while my mom is legally blind and while most people with RP do become legally blind, um, I am not legally blind. So I, I have a diminished field of vision. Like my vision's definitely not fully there. I have some, uh, Central blind spots as well, which I'm not sure is um, RP or it may be another eye eye condition. I had an an ophthalmologist say that I had some what's called optic uh which is causing some central blind spots. So that'll be uh interesting to monitor. But yeah, that's basically it. You know, and another big symptom of RP is your eyes are slow to adjust to um, light changes. So Nighttime, basically, your photoreceptors and your retina don't really work, and uh, it's called night blindness. So basically, your eyes take way longer to dilate and adjust to darkness. So, uh, so
1: you're much better during the daytime. Much
0: better during the daytime. In fact, just my overall vision as a whole is better during the daytime, uh, even even where I can't see, and then my field of vision is is wider. Or at least it seems wider. I don't know. I don't know that the, the, if te- technically it is wider, but if it feels like I can see my peripherals a little bit, my field of view is a little wider during the daytime. Hmm. So nighttime can be tricky, but that's basically, and it affects people, people differently, and age doesn't seem to be a huge factor because I've met people who are, you know, 18 who are legally blind, and then here I am at 31. And I still have quite a bit of field of vision. So uh, every time I talk and every time like I talk to a guest on my podcast, it's basically coming from a perspective of someone with an eye disease who hasn't lost their vision yet, trying to get insight into what life will be like in a potential state where I am legally blind and can't see mm-hmm. as well as I do today. So it's almost like I'm trying to prep for my future.
1: Mm-hmm. So is, does RP, does it ever result in total blindness?
0: It can. I mean, you, you can get very small, like you can have like a 1% field of view or you, you'll you still be able to sense light. It won't be, you know, complete darkness, but I'm sure that in, in the real advanced stages, I'm sure it can get pretty close to that.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating. I've, I've talked to a lot of people with, with visual impairments and of course my, experience with visual impairments. And it seems like there's really not two people that are the same. You know, you could talk to somebody else that has RP, or I could talk to somebody that's got a similar situation to me. And our experience may be totally different. I mean, similar at at the core, but the the parameters of it or the the way it feels or the way you, the usability of it are just completely different. And it's really fascinating how I'm kind of understanding just like the rest of the world is that that vision and vision loss really is, there's a wide spectrum or a wide range of things that, you know, just because you're visually impaired or you're blind or low vision or whatever you want to call yourself, most people don't really have a good handle on what, what actually that means. And, um, I don't know that I did until I started really focusing on it to better understand it.
0: Yeah, you know, it's very, very complicated. And I think it's hard for, you know, people even in the visually impaired community, it's hard for them to wrap their minds around. So if you think about, you know, just most of society who they're not dealing with a visual impairment or they don't know someone in their family or they don't have a friend who's visually impaired, it's probably even way harder for them to wrap their minds around it because, you know, what all they all they are familiar with is. When they hear the word "blind," you know they're thinking, you know, just classic. Can't see yeah, just can't, can't see nothing. Sunglasses on, you know, with the cane. Yeah, that's what they think. So whenever they see someone with a white cane, like someone with RP who has, still has some field of vision. And then that person pulls out their phone and checks their phone. They kind of, they're like scratched their head. Wait a minute, what's like, going what? on here? Yeah, yeah, this doesn't make
1: so. any sense. You're just pulling the, you're just playing with yeah.
0: us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, yeah, there's a spectrum, you know, that's a popular word these days. But yeah, there's a spectrum with vision, just like there is with most things in life. And it's not just a twenty twenty vision or darkness.
1: <laughs> so what what do you feel like is your trajectory here? I mean, what do you have an instinct for what you think is going to happen with you?
0: I'm basically using my mom as a model for my future because she is uh, early 60s and she's legally blind and has been since her late 40s, early 50s type of area uh, time in her life. And if I can be like that, then I'll feel fine. You know, I, I just want to kind of maintain as much as possible. I mean, you know, I, 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 I do this podcast and I, I educate myself and talk to others to, to learn how to adapt when the time comes. But, you know, I'll be honest, like I'm trying to postpone that as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's hold on as long
1: as we can. I got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going off of what my mom, just cause you know, I'm, you know, I inherited it from her. So I'm hoping that you know, I follow some sort of pattern that she has and, and, you know, and then I'm obviously hoping that, you know, maybe I'm slower progressing or maybe something will come up with yeah. science and technology that will help, you know, cause yeah. we weren't, we we are a lot has progressed since, you know, my mom has been diagnosed with RP. So
1: yeah, you're not in a hurry to get the full blown version. And, um, yeah. I agree that technology and, and adaptations and things have come, infinitely just leaps and bounds have have grown and um who knows i, I think in the future that well that, that's obviously going to continue and uh i don't i don't know if there's cures for all these things but there are so many adaptations and ways to to make them much more livable that it's um it's i think it's a great time to be to be living with with those types of conditions at least at least from from my perspective and and my vision loss uh, there's just so much yeah. available that, that 20, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, just wasn't even a, something you could think of.
0: Yeah. It's great to hear. It's a weird statement, right? But it's, it is great to hear. It's like, uh,
1: yeah, if you were to
0: pick a time in, <laughs> in, history to be, uh, visually impaired, this, this would is, be it. this is the, this time, is right? the time, you yeah, know, awesome. so I, everybody I looked go out and up get visually regard. impaired, Right. Yeah. So I looked up in that regard. So, uh, yeah. That's a positive. Yeah, that's a positive.
1: Well, you mentioned your podcast, which is the See-Through Podcast. And you mentioned a few people that you've talked to. And we've actually overlapped a few guests, which I think is kind of interesting. I don't know when I discovered you, but it was probably through social media or through podcast app or something like this is like this or this is like that. And I looked at some of the people you talked to and I was like, hey, I've talked to that person. (laughs) <laughs> or I know those guys and uh that was just kind of fascinating to me and I that's part of the reason why I really wanted to talk to you because we were uh, there's a lot of similarities and I think there's at least 4 or 5 people in our 40 to 50 episode range of our shows here that we've mm-hmm. talked to which is almost like 10% of our, of our guests, our overlaps. So let's see, who have, who have we both talked to?
0: Yeah, we both talked to, and maybe you'll add to this if I'm missing one, but uh, we talk, I talked to Sam Seavey from The Blind Life. Yes. It's a great episode. I've chatted with the two blind brothers, Katerina Rivera, or she goes by Blindish Latina. Yes. And uh, Jill Wheatley, who had yep. a really a, a incredible story. Um, so I, that, that's all I can think of. I think Uh,
1: that's it. Yeah. And of those you just mentioned, um, I think I relate most closely with Jill, um, because both Jill and I don't have a eye disease. We have yeah kind of an injury and in Jill's case, an injury, a physical injury. In my case, a unrelated, I had bacterial meningitis, which caused essentially for me overnight vision change so I, of those people, I, I think I relate to her the most, but I've, I've had a fascinating conversation with, uh, Katerina, the blindish Latina and, mm-hmm. um, the two blind brothers were, uh, a fascinating discussion. Those, those guys are, those guys are something. I, I really uh, dig what they're doing. And Sam with the blind life, um, I've been a follower of his on the YouTube for quite some time. And I, I like what he puts out there. So, those are some really interesting people I would suggest anybody with any sort of, uh, wants to know about vision loss or things like that. Yeah. Those are some great people to, uh, to listen to.
0: You know, I totally get that when you said about connecting to Jill's, because I actually thought about that whenever we first connected. Um, I was like, and especially when I saw that Jill was a guest on yours, because she, she really, uh, what was interesting about her is besides the fact that she's, you know, goes all around the world doing these amazing adventures. But she, she also had this big, her big part of her story was like her mental health journey, because she basically had, like you said, what didn't, wasn't born with a visual impairment or eye disease, but it was had an it happened non-linearly, and then she had a, basically learned, you know, like for example, I had, I had my mom. The kind of look to and kind of, Oh, that that's what RP is. And I can watch it firsthand and, and, you know, I can read about it and I can, you know, mentally prepare a little bit day by day. But, you know, for example, like with you and Jill, you know, you were not preparing at all.
1: No, no, not at all. And, uh, in fact, I was, I was 10 feet tall and bulletproof before that happened to me. So I, that, that was out of the blue. And I believe she was, I don't know if she'd classify herself that way, but she definitely was, yeah, just a normal yeah. average person that all of a sudden uh, she's not normal on average, kind of within an instant you know she she says it was a day like any other, and basically until it wasn't, so i I can totally relate to that so but but really, all of them were pretty interesting discussions, and um it's just kind of how people adapt and react. To things that happens at some of us at earlier ages, some of us at older ages. You yeah. Know, some of us don't ever adapt because we just uh don't want to, you know. We're, we're just locked in our ways and, and that's probably not a, a good thing to do either.
0: No, no, and that's uh what uh I really appreciate what Sam CB is doing is he's kind of teaching you how to adapt because you know, he's like, all right, there's all these tool technical tools you can use. And then outside of the tech, you know, there's a, there's a mentality you should have. Um, Katerina, also blindish Latina, she's a uh, big on, you know, self-acceptance and um, kind of embracing your, your disability, which I appreciate too. I think there's a lot. No,
1: yeah, that's, there. there's a, there's a big thing about that too. And I think with, uh, I can relate to that particularly with, with, I think Jill can too, where you have to accept the change and you've got to, you know, you just got to, I used the term, get jiggy with it, with her. It's like, it's not going anywhere. This is it. So, you know, do deal it, deal with it, make, make it happen. You gotta, you gotta adapt. And, and I I do appreciate, uh, Katerina's, um, action and, and what she does there. And she also, What's amazing with her too? She has, I think, what's called Usher syndrome, and yep, which she has is a RP paired with uh, hearing loss, which hearing is like yeah. just—I mean, I mean, I, I mean—it's like amazing. Um, you know, sometimes people don't like to be classified as amazing for doing things like that, but yeah, just I—I I think it is because it—it um, it takes more, way more effort to do totally average and mundane tasks just living life it takes a lot more energy and effort to do that and anything beyond that is just to me pretty amazing and
0: yeah I agree it's in uh yeah Katerina she's all in you know she's all in on the you know helping the disability community um which is something that I try to do in my podcast because you know um I guess that would be a slight difference because most of your guests seem to have visual impairments. Um,
1: Yeah. I mostly focus with visual impairment and uh, I talked to some people about meningitis because those are the things that are most close to me. Um, But you are a little more general in the. Yeah. I'll talk to.
0: Yeah. I'll talk to anyone in the disability community because, well, I'll be honest. Like I'd say probably over half of my episodes are people with, you know, visual impairments, but I do talk to basically a wide array of people in the disability community and nothing's really off the table because I kind of going back to what I said earlier about the mentality that comes along with, with uh, adapting is, you know, everyone in the disability community has definitely can uh, share some insight and advice on how to mentally adapt. And also hearing that, you know, how to physically adapt is always pretty just interesting to me and just in general.
1: So, where are you with the podcast? Your as we speak and record this. Your what episode are you at?
0: I'm at episode forty nine, and I'm in the process. Is I, this actually feels weird to talk right now because I haven't talked in a long time. Like, uh, basically, I'm gearing up for a switch. Up to this point, up till episode forty nine, it's just been audio episodes. I was actually going to switch to video at episode 51. But um, right after I put out episode 49, my father passed away. So I had to take a break for obvious reasons. And my my brain's just kind of been all over the place. And I'm using this time to, to reflect on a lot. But I'm also using this time to take a break because I was going very hard you know I was putting an episode out every every week um this whole year yeah so I'm just basically taking a break and regrouping and prepping a lot of video assets and planning for future guests and um but yeah when you reached out and you were like hey do you want to do an interview I was like yes I do because you know I was just starting to get the itch to to get back into things so thanks for reaching out (laughs) it feels good (laughs) yeah
1: absolutely yeah it's uh, certainly understandable with your dad I'm really yeah sorry to hear about that uh with 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 this episode the ambiguously blind podcast this will be episode forty five so we're just a little bit behind you, and we have aspirations yeah. for video as well, but there's just a lot of other elements that are introduced with video that i am it's a beast i'm not really I'm not equipped really with the time energy, and really equipment to to handle that yet, but it is something that I do foresee in the next 12 months or so of of definitely at least starting. But you're a video guy anyway, though, right? You do video editing as a as a profession, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. that's always
0: fun. Funny to say to people. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, listen to my podcast about being visually impaired, but also I'm a video editor and that's my career.
1: <laughs> It's fa. It, it really is fascinating because um, episode forty four, right before this one, was uh, Morton Bundy, yeah, uh, yeah, the Danish Lego visual art. He he works in their advertising group and does visual stuff like that's his job is s- storyboards and and advertising mm-hmm. and all these things. And he he's kind of like you in that regard. Where a lot most of what his daily work is is about seeing things and as, as not just looking at things to look at them, but like inspecting them and editing them and, and making adjustments based on how things look. And, um, yeah, that's pretty wild. That's gotta be an interesting way to to do things. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Martin, he has RP as well, right? He does. Yeah. And, and for him, it started changing for him at age 29 he saw a uh, dramatic. Uh, I think that's when he was diagnosed at 29, and I want to say over like the next um, maybe five to six years, he kind of saw a dramatic, dramatic decline. But I would I would encourage everybody to go listen to that episode because it's really pretty fascinating. He wrote a tremendous book called Sentence to Blindness: Now What?" and uh, he really he really flipped the script on his uh his mindsets through meditation and lots of other research he's a fascinating guy uh, you, yeah you i sh- need to a... talk to morton
0: yeah i definitely want to have him on my podcast so morton if you're listening i'm uh i'm coming for you oh well, of course he's listening <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but yeah I, I i need to pick up on that That's something that i need to explore more i think is some sort of uh i don't know spirituality i guess would be the word for it but like meditating and thinking deeply on it and that's kind of what i do with this podcast is when i whenever i'm talking to people it feels almost like soothing i don't know if you get a similar effect from talking to people but just hearing other people's stories and just feeling a connection through you know similar experiences it, it's it's a uh, quite no, uh,
1: yeah it's fascinating that's that's one of the main reasons why i started was i needed to i just wanted to connect with other people that were in in similar situations and to learn from them and maybe help other people learn just through conversation about things that that can be done and and uh, stories that people have because there there are there really are countless stories in this world of people that have overcome and persevered and and, and can inspire people and it's just really just a matter of finding them and um and asking them to talk about it i I find that most people are really usually pretty willing to talk about those kind of things um you just got to kind of ask about it (laughs) kind of get the ball rolling and it's there's just there's a lot of great things to learn and which is why i like the podcast format because we can we can spend time on uh, these types of things at 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 greater length
0: yeah did like was that a surprise to you whenever you started like how many people actually respond with, yeah, I'll come on your podcast. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, people that I was like, wow, that person wants to talk to me. You're like, yeah, they said yes. Wow, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I remember that because my uh episode um two. Um, I think it was two. It was like my it was either second or third, but I had uh, two blind brothers on. And you know, they're they're like massive in you know the the world of the visually impaired you know they are yeah and they're like the rock stars you know of of the visually impaired so whenever they they were emailing me back and they're like yeah oh come on i was like oh nice i was like i'm about to uh and then and then you're it's kind of funny, you're like, man, my podcast is about to blow up you know I have, <laughs> yeah. I have two my brothers on there, and then uh you know it gets you some traction it gives you some legitimacy, but you know it's a it, this podcasting world it's 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 a uh, it's a grind
1: it is yeah there are it's a grind very few uh self made podcasters in this world that that brought came came from nothing into podcasting so uh that really yeah. wasn't my intention. Um, I, I wouldn't say that it it's not on the on the radar of things to do, but that really wasn't the the main reason why I started. But I, I was giddy when I uh had the opportunity to talk to Bradford and Brian, the uh two blind brothers, and I will tell you that I'm wearing their shorts right now. Um, nice i'm wearing their yeah so i they did a... wearing
0: some socks of theirs right now okay actually.
1: awesome yeah so that i did the, the shop blind challenge <laughs>
0: i did too a yeah. few <laughs> months
1: ago and that's what i got and uh, amongst some other things I've, i have the glasses too which are which are great i just don't have those on right now because i don't need them inside but um yeah you can I, feel cool though you know wearing them inside absolutely because my future's so bright you know yeah <laughs> uh but those guys really are they're it it's really a great story of of what what they're doing and how they do it and and how they're giving back to the vision impaired uh, visually impaired community and what it's and their clothes are great again i the shorts i have a shirt and shorts and glasses and i wear them regularly um they're they're cool and they have braille on them I don't read Braille though. That's that's another. Yeah, I don't read Braille either. But <laughs> I love where
0: the money goes, and I and it the, that's a the great stuff it, yeah, and it's the stuff cost. is high quality. It's very, very comfortable, quality,
1: very comfortable, very soft. Um, which is what their their really kind of their beginnings were about the the softness of the material and stuff. So, yeah, I was I was surprised when they were willing to to come on. And there's some other people that I'm like, wow, that's, um, you just want to talk to this crazy guy. Have you heard anything I've done yet? Obviously not because why would you want to talk to me? But no, I, I think it's kind of sort of becoming a lost art talking discussions. Um, the world is so becoming so polarized and fragmented that it's, it's tough for people to kind of get together. You know, I don't, I don't know if we have the same beliefs or uh, political opinions on, on lots of things, but we're not here to talk about that. We're just here to talk about, you know, your podcast, my podcast, RP, Vision Loss, and and kind of what we're doing. And I think we can do that in a pretty comfortable environment without having to, you know, get crazy about anything.
0: Yeah, and that, that's kind of, you know, I appreciate you saying that because in today's media in the world of world of media and i'm I'm grouping podcasts into that it everyone is looking for you know the host or guest to have a very
1: oh yeah some hot sports up, opinions yeah yeah
0: hot takes on things and on, on everything and and with a podcast like this it's it's about something so specific and to me it has to come up um about the topic we're talking about. And and, I'm talking to the the disability community. If some, if I guess that I have on wants to talk about politics or something like that in relation to a specific issue uh, that relates to the, you know, the disability community, you know, I let them talk, but you know, I, I, I try to avoid, you know, just politics, religion, and anything that can kind of turn people off. I, I, I try to be a voice for, for everyone. And, uh, you know, and yeah, so it, it's kind of refreshing to hear someone else say that because everyone wants you to be um, yeah. one thing or the other, one thing or the other. You Yeah, know? there's
1: not really much in between. And yeah. I'm, I'm here to tell you that there's a lot that happens in between. And somebody that you put a you put them on paper and you this is what they are. This is what they do. This is who they, uh, you know run around with or whatever you're like there's no way i want to talk to that person we have nothing in common and then it's like oh wait a minute we could talk about whatever for hours and this other things don't even come up because we're humans and we yeah we can relate to each other for the human condition you know
0: people for it seems like people have forgotten that there's other things to talk about besides uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. politics <laughs> right yeah right. it's like oh wait there's other topics oh yeah who would have thought
1: yeah, I should I should like the person I live around because they they live around me and I should be nice to them anyway, whether they have whatever sign they have out in front or whatever. Yeah. So, man, it's it's crazy the world we're living in, but um we do have podcasts. And um I dig podcasts. I think you do too.
0: Yeah, I love podcasts and I listen to a wide variety of podcasts with again like all different views and opinions so it's like i like to have a wide array of uh opinions to hear from versus you know you know select let's just say main let's just say i go outside of the mainstream media for my news and yeah and i think that's uh, i think that's why
1: i think that's wise anyway but because you you certainly don't want to get in a you know we'll use the terms like a silo or echo chamber where everybody's saying the same thing and you're really not learning anything you're just you're just you're just hearing the same thing over and over, and that doesn't really doesn't really do yeah. anything for you. I'll just, just make you more mad about something else Let me ask you real fast because i I feel like
0: that our that the community can at least online and social media can, can kind like it can i'm trying to be be nice about it but it it can be an echo chamber like in my opinion
1: it can and I, you're talking about the vision impaired community. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I don't like that. I mean, I, I, I want to talk to people. I want to be in there and I want to, but I also want other opinions. I want, you know, we, we, there, there have been some people that I talk to that I don't, I don't, I don't totally agree with on some things Yeah, and I'm not here to argue with anybody on anything. I just will talk about what our common grounds are and and if we, I don't have common ground, then we—I'm not here to challenge people. That's not what this—this th- this yeah. is all about. And so, um, you do—you—you cannot—you cannot focus totally on one group or one segment because the world—the world doesn't work that way. No, You have to definitely. interact with all all kinds of people and all kinds of areas and all kinds of walks of life. And I, I do think that there's a lot of value in learning about those people and even learning about yeah. the people in the visually impaired community cuz other people need to understand that too so
0: yeah i agree and it's something that i've noticed and kind of been i'll be honest with you i've been kind of frustrated with i feel like people are reaching out like if you're big and this is strictly my opinion if if you're big on if you're a big influencer on instagram and you're part of the 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 disability community are your posts really reaching people outside of the disability community or, or, you know, like what is your messaging? And, and I, I just, I feel like, uh, I have a concern that it, it is, is a big giant echo chamber and the, the, you know, not everyone's hearing your message. You know what I mean? And I, I'm trying to, with my podcast is I'm trying to bridge that gap between people who don't have a visual impairment. They don't have a disability And they can listen to my podcast and hear perspectives that they otherwise wouldn't have heard. Um, And the only way to do that is just through interesting conversation. And that's kind of my point is I feel like I'm trying to bridge the gap. And sometimes I I can look at other people's messages and I'm like, I'm sure they are trying to bridge the gap, but it doesn't come across that they are.
1: Yeah, there are some pretty big influencers out there. And I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know why they got to where they were with that, with that influence. And if it's, because you also have people that will, will just token follow or just like, Oh yeah, I'm, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm follow them because I'm into that. I, I'm, I'm with those people. I, I understand their plate or I understand this and, I, and on paper, I understand everything, but when it comes down to it, I don't want anything to do with it at all. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I
0: know it's complicated, and it's something that I've been trying to to wrap my mind around. And I, and I have some content that I'm working on that maybe will you know ruffle some feathers. But oh, here we go. Hope, here comes the hope, real
1: see through podcast, right? Yeah,
0: hopefully in a in a different way. But yeah, I, I just noticed some things. And, and I feel like when I started the podcast, and I'm sure you're the same way, it's like my feeling of confidence in what I knew I was talking about, it grows every episode. And, and the more and more I learn from Instagram, just post or reading articles online or watching videos, the more I can, you know, I'm digesting and, you know, formulating new opinions and i feel like i'm just now getting to a point where i'm all right i've like i've done 49 episodes you know that's over 50 hours of edited interviews you know who knows unedited and a lot of just connecting and networking and hearing other perspectives it's like all right i finally feel like i have my own perspective and that's kind of this new chapter of the see through podcast is I I kind of want to explore it a little more. Whereas maybe when I first started, I was like, eh, I won't touch that subject because I don't think I don't think I know enough yet." And now I'm like, "All right, I know I I know enough to at least touch the touch the subject." And yeah, uh, that's I, just I, kind of
1: it's kind of the evolution of of yeah. podcasts or really just anything. You know, I before our discussion, we've we've talked a few times, and one of the things we talked about was music. And you'll find with artists that, you know, the artists that, that started at the beginning of their career, at the, by the time they get to the end of the career, the core of what they do might be the, the same, but they've gone through a lot of iterations and they've gone through a lot of different kind of style tweaks and things just because that's, that's life. You, you learn, you experience, you meet, things happen, and you're influenced by your surroundings and, and things that happen, and you change your perspective on things and you grow and develop as a person and as an artist and as a podcaster. And I think that's just kind of life and, and how it works.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. It's, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Um, but, uh, yeah,
1: it's cool to learn. And I still man, an idiot.
0: I still don't know much, but
1: <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> you know more than me, um, for sure. But, um, I'm, I'm trying, I, I do attempt to, to broaden my, uh, my, my, my knowledge is it what what's what's probably been like the most challenging thing for you during podcasting was it was it the time was it the is it finding people is it is it scheduling is it is it just connecting is it finding topics finding common ground what what what's the most challenging thing that you found so far
0: probably writing uh Image descriptions on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nah, that's man. a joke. But yeah. those aren't those. Are, those can be. I'll be honest with oh, you. Man. I don't enjoy writing no. image descriptions. No, so but, I, I <laughs> uh, the, <but. laughs> the platforms
1: are getting better at doing that for us. The AI is getting better at telling us the images. They're, they're important yeah. because for people like us, very that, important. that's very important. And I'm not. I'm not laughing that off as a as something that shouldn't be done, but. Uh, it does require um, a lot of uh, it does require extra time and energy I should say so
0: yeah Um, but not all jokes aside I, I would say I would say the hardest part is time management because I'm one person and I'm producing it which means I'm you know reaching out to guests emailing scheduling interviews and On top of that, I'm prepping for the interviews. I'm doing my research before I talk to my guests. And then I'm editing the interviews, recording my intro and outro. And then I'm making the social media content. Then I have to write the uh, descriptions for the content. And then I have to promote it and I have to share it with, uh, with everyone. And I have to put on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, you know, yeah, and everywhere. and if you if you're doing that, you know, I was doing an episode a week. I don't get paid for it. Zero. I've not made one. <laughs> I've not made one dollar. No. Doing this podcast, and uh, I'm doing it completely in my free time while working. You know, forty to fifty hours a week, and yeah, it's just a grind. So just staying, staying passionate. And staying with it and avoiding burnout, and I think I was very close to be honest with you, and it some it somehow timed like my burnout timed perfectly with in a weird way with a family you know mm-hmm. my family event with my my dad passing and and i was I was just like all right well i'm I'm taking a break but uh yeah it's it's yeah, I would just say just the time management and just here here's also something too like. My, the month, the month that I stopped or took a break was the month I had my most listens. So like my, my trajectory has been growing. You know, I've been growing since, you know, I started. So it, 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 that's, it can kind of hook you. You're like, all right, well, my base is growing. You know, I hope it'll still be there when I start back up. Oh yeah. But, uh, it'll be there. Yeah, so it's reward. You get rewarded by it in lots of ways. Like I get a huge sense of accomplishment when I post an episode, and then I'm getting good feedback, and people are, you know, getting something out of it. And that's the whole point of it. I'm not doing it, you know. I'm doing it. I guess I'll rephrase that. I'm doing a a little bit of it is selfish. You know, like like I want to be successful. I want to be a voice in the community and I would love to make money off of it. Obviously I won't, won't pretend like I'm not, if no one's getting anything out of it and I'm just like clogging the podcast atmosphere more, then uh, it's definitely not worth all the energy I put into, but yeah, it's very rewarding when people actually get some value out of it, you know, actual value, which is uh Hard to do these days, I think, you know, and just to do it, you know, in your bedroom uh, in your free time. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I agree with your answer as far as the, uh, the timing it, it's time is, is the biggest thing for me. And with, uh, with, a you know, a day job and family and all those other commitments that have to be done. Uh, it really is a passion project and it's got to really remain that way. And there, there isn't, there's no income for this. So, um. Yet, I, I, man. Yet. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. And I mean, even just a little, just to kind of get things moving. I think I. It's. I'm not asking people to donate, or I mean, I. I shouldn't say I'm not. I mean, I. I. I do encourage that, and it's. It would be nice if people did that, but that. That's really not the main objective here. I. I think I, I can relate to the selfishness of it. I. I really just kind of wanted to learn. And, yeah. and. And that's why I talk about the vision stuff. Why talk about what I want to talk about? Because it's you know, it's my podcast, right? So um, there's all the selfishness and I, I, I like talking. I think I'm decent at talking. I like to talk yeah. to people and, and I eat people that I, I don't know. I like meeting people and this is a, a pretty easy way to do that and, and it's have conversations that I wouldn't normally be having and to kind of get out of your comfort zone and talk to talk to different people like across the world, you know. The Jill Wheatley was in Katmandu when I talked to her and Morton Bondi was in Denmark. And of course I've talked to people all over the United States and even in Canada and lots of places that, you know, I just, I just wouldn't have talked to before. And I've gotten something out of every single one I've done. Every single one.
0: Yeah. It's great. I, I, yeah. And I, I've gotten so much out of these interviews to where it's almost, you know, if you look at it like an investment, of your time. Cause that's what it is. It's an investment of your time. It's a passion project, but it's like, all right, well, why do you invest your time in anything? Because you want to get something out of it. And I do, you know, I do get it. And I think that's what keeps me going. Even though I haven't made a dollar, it's like, all right, well, I learned this. I got some wisdom here. Got some wisdom there. Um, I connected with this, like I've genuinely met friends, you know, have, have made friends through my podcast and it went from only knowing, I went from only, only knowing my mom basically as someone, the only person I really knew besides myself with RP. So now I know hundreds of people and I've talked to a bunch of them on, on my podcast. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It's cool. And that, and that, that, that connecting, that networking has been free, you know? Um, it's, it's, uh, it's cool, man. It, it, it's an investment. It does take a lot of time, but when, whenever you pull it off, you pull off an episode. It's um, a great feeling. It's, it's a fun. great feeling.
1: Yeah. You just got to look, you know, what's your favorite episode? And, um, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the Tom Brady approach to it when they ask him what is, what's his favorite Super Bowl. He's like the next one. The next one's my favorite one. So <laughs> gotta keep, yeah, that's got to keep burning. Got to keep the fire going.
0: Yeah. And you almost have to have a mentality like that to be someone like Tom Brady and to to have such frequent success. You know, you can't be content. It's a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit unhealthy, but it, it, healthy at the same time. <laughs> yeah, No, it is. I, you know? I agree.
1: You're right. Do you have any sort of monetization stuff set up? Do you have any way for people to, uh, support your cause and the, the see through podcast?
0: Not at the moment. Um, I'm working on merch and I'm working on a Patreon account where you'll be able to get, um, uh, basically additional content that you only will get at Patreon, but I want it to be worthwhile. Um, so I haven't launched it yet because just putting out a, an episode a week, you know, that's, that, that feels like it maxes out my free time with it. So the idea of putting out more content, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just need to make sure that if I, people are subscribing and people are investing into it, that they get what I promise them. You know? Yeah. So.
1: But at the same time too, even if it's not extra content, I think, I think it's good for people to know that, it is uh, while it is a hobby, and, and people don't have to support your hobby. I do think people get things out of this, and I do think you know you have the buy me a coffee or the Patreon or just other ways of of contributing. And I do think it's worth throwing it out there so people understand that that's a possibility. Um, because as as things pro- grow and progress, I don't really think I want advertising. You know to to. Clutter what we do, yeah um, so so other ways about creating other avenues and 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 growing things and getting better equipment and getting better just just kind of making things better as we as we go from the grassroots, I think you know it take it does take money uh to do all those things and and when when time is an and uh you know when when time is an issue, which it often is uh money can make time, you know, we can, we can hire people, we can have people do other things and we can have people do all those uh, image descriptions on, on Instagram and things (laughs) where, you know, those people don't work for free either. So there, there is some synergy that can be created by, you know, getting the ball rolling and and maybe getting some people to, I don't know, maybe even volunteer their time. You know, it doesn't have to be money just to kind of, to help things along. I think it's important that people at least know that those things are out there and those opportunities exist. So, they, cause I, I think people will probably want to commit or, or help wherever they can, because I think they, I think your content is, is great. And I think there's people out there that would uh, want to support you in, in other ways by uh, other than just by listening.
0: Appreciate you saying that. And I, I, I'd say the same for you. We just got to keep it, keep at it, you know? And, uh, I'm hoping, you know, I have a video background, so I'm trying to use it to my advantage and, you know hopefully my youtube account you know you know that that's where i plan to put a lot of energy into it you know I'm, I'm into the into youtube and video and growing a cha- that channel so uh i'm curious to see where it goes you know
1: yeah i think youtube is great and i think it's another frontier for for podcasting but it does need to have the the visual element you can't just put audio files up there and and hope people listen because it's the same thing so I'm hoping to get into video too and, and we may become buddies because I may I may just uh bug you into into submission about how to do video editing and things. But I'm just trying to yeah learn those things. But uh that's a little further down the road for me. But um I'm I'm pretty happy where I am now with the audio stuff, but video as we grow, uh video is, is definitely something that's happening. So Well Ant, it's been uh it's been great chatting with you. I'm super excited that you uh joined us over here on the ambiguity blind podcast it's been been fun connecting with you and uh, following your podcast journey and i uh, i'm a listener i'm a subscriber and uh, encourage people to uh, check out the see-through podcast we'll have a link to your website and your podcast on the ambiguityblind.com website there'll be a guest profile for you and everything but if people just want to go directly to uh, find you where do they do that
0: yeah, yeah, they can go directly to uh, see pod dot com, and that's seethroughpo dot com. And uh, social media, you can just find me at. Uh, you can find a link on my website, or you can look me up with the handle at see through pod. Um, and uh, yeah, I've you know some shared episodes with John here at. Um, but, uh, you know, I have 44, I think, <laughs> I'm doing the math right, other episodes. So maybe, uh, you know, give it, give it a listen. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm very thankful for you listening. Thanks for spending time with the Ambiguously Blind podcast. Please rate and write a review wherever you subscribe, and connect and share with us at AmbiguouslyBlind.com.